That's how they do it in showbiz. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little, a little late on the drop. Hey everybody, welcome to The Left Look. This is a brand new podcast from the Gatto Institute. We're going to take a little bit of time every week to talk about the news and arts and culture and whatever uh, from, from kind of a left perspective. I'm joined by two of my co-workers here today. Hello. Hey. And uh, yeah, this is the inaugural podcast, so kind of a big deal. We're very excited here. Or like... As excited as we're going to be, I guess. Hooray! Uh, Hooray! Yeah, woo! Just picture us, like, smashing a bottle of champagne on our desk or something to kick this off. I actually, uh, I smashed one in my computer before we started, and I had to go get an old computer because apparently it didn't like champagne or being smashed (laughs) with a bottle. Uh, I bet IT had something to say about that, huh? (laughs) That's poor taste, to be honest. Jimmy and IT. It's in poor taste. For the computer. I don't think I don't think computers have taste. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> Well there's, yeah, there's a problem, the isn't it? The computer would have been happy with sparkling wine. <laughs> it wasn't from the region. I just I just call all sparkling wine champagne at this point. <laughs> you know how big you know what? The, that's that's fair. You know how big the region of Champagne is? There are 30-something states in France, and so Champagne is one of those. And France ain't that big to begin with. You can just drive <laughs> across France in, like, three hours. <laughs> yeah, 30 states seems like overkill. Yeah, it's a leftover from the Napoleonic divisions, I'm pretty sure. Ah, really helps with wine sales, so. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there's another quote that's similar along those lines, uh during the revolutionary government they were like uh, how are we supposed to lead these people when they have 300 something types of cheeses or something like that (laughs) Uh, he pulled it off didn't he I mean I'm pretty sure the guy who said that was killed pretty fucking quickly after that (laughs) (laughs) if I'm remembering correctly he got got in the terror but I uh, yeah you can't have that kind of critical analysis just out in the open that's dangerous I was watching, speaking of the terror I was watching Bobby Flay today and they ma- he made a <laughs> lobster thermidor and that is named after the thermidorian reaction which sparks the terror and I was like, Bobby Flay teaching me about history what, uh, what on earth does the lobster have to do with the revolution? yeah, so I, I, I those are big in France I had to google it, right? so apparently uh, somebody in the 1890s created an opera called Thermidor, and it was uh, the setting was the backdrop of the Thermidorian reaction, right? Hmm. But, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you a bit about the opera. I read it, might as well. Uh, it was uh, some bureaucratic, small level person who saves a bunch of lives from uh, burning a whole bunch of records, and he ends up dying, I'm pretty sure. Oh. But a hotel next to the opera house served this lobster thermidor that's basically like, it's just like a bisque, I'm pretty sure. And it was so popular that it's uh, still there to this day. Just like okay. some, you know, huh. opera back in that, those days was like, I don't know, going to a concert or going to the movies. So pretty crazy that uh, a dish like that would survive and be like, widely fucking known. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy niche. 
Yeah, good publicity <clears throat> stunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if this is your first time tuning into The Left Look, this is probably the kind of content you can expect. We're investigating the intersections of uh, culinary interests and revolution. Which, there, there's a lot of intersections. You, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my, my body through a little revolution not 20 minutes ago. I'm still kind of reeling from that. I think that's a revulsion that you're thinking of. But, uh, oh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> if you if you stood up and spun in a circle, that'd be a revolution. That account. I think about that, uh, the double meaning of that word all the time. And I often wonder if it means, like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just another phase in the cycle. Whoever came up with the word, did they mean that? And if they did, who the fuck is that cynical, right? Me. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to investigate that for next week. Got a Wikipedia of that shit. The etymology of revolution. Mm -hmm. Etymology or entomology? Etymology. Entomology is the ant science or bug science or whatever. Etymology means uh, tree words. Etta means tree. (laughs) Very fun. There you go. That's interesting Uh because the the ants are the tree people and... And entomology is oh, the part. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking great. Pretty yeah. sure. I'm actually really sure that uh, Tolkien would consider it fucking blasphemy to use uh, Greek or Latin. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But what do he know? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just like he made it all up himself. That's not really knowing stuff, is it? A lot I mean, of it's based like, off oh, of yeah. His... I, his experience and like his learned his time with the elves. I think it was, uh, his trying to deal with his, uh, I mean, you can watch the fucking movie fans. It's, uh, from what I hear, I haven't watched it, but I, I hear the movie Tolkien is actually a pretty good uh, representation of what it was. But from what I understand, Tolkien was trying to deal with his experience of the first world war. And how he did that was to try and make myths for an Anglo-Saxon people through this combination and uh, gathering of myths from Norse and Saxon and Celtic. That's mainly what he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did a pretty yeah. bang-up job, if you ask me. But uh... that, that checks out. Yeah. I, uh, I hate talking about Tolkien because uh, there's, a, there's a rule and it's, there's always a bigger Tolkien fan in whatever room you're in. <laughs> I, I know this. Not here. I know this one guy who was uh, so fucking into it that, uh, like, he could name all the Valor and the Maiar and all that, but that's Oof. not impressive. But he could fucking. Uh, he went to Ireland, I think he's buried in Tolkien, and recited Beowulf in Old English over Tolkien's grave. And uh, I just remember saying aloud and couldn't get the words back into my mouth. That's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a fucking nerd. (laughs) He studied English, like uh, Anglo-Saxon poetry as as his university degree, so it's not like... And I'm pretty sure he's an uh, academic as his job nowadays, so it's not so fucking weird, but it's still pretty fucking weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Do you know much about the uh, the uh, cosmology of Tolkien? It's actually pretty fucking interesting. Either you? Um, 
is it interesting enough for our inaugural podcast? I mean, I do think it's interesting, but is there is there anything in the past week that we wanted to talk about? Oh fuck! I I if I get going on Cuba and Haiti, which are the two things I want to talk <laughs> oh, about, yeah. I won't stop until the hour. So you guys should start if you have anything to fucking. I think those are pretty. Those are pretty relevant issues to talk about, and uh, yeah. both are ones that I have a surface level knowledge of and could be informed of, as could our audience, I'm sure. Right. Yep, yeah, these are hot topics for the Gato Institute, so we should probably cover them. Dealer's choice: you want Cuba or Haiti to start? Mm. 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 Uh, alphabetically, would be Cuba. I think it- Oh, Cuba. shoot. I got jeopardy <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Cuba's alphabetical. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what have you heard uh, about Cuba this week? Because I, I want to know where I should start. Uh, I read an article from fucking some garbage American outlet. It was just like, ah, there are revolts happening. Oh no, people are upset. Yeah. As far as I can tell, it's just an internet war. Nothing has really changed on the ground, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, there's actually really significant developments on the ground, but the where I think the story should be is a commentary on America, America's news networks. But I'll, I'll do the I'll do the bit on the story on the ground. So All right. as we as we know, fucking uh, Cuba's been locked in this embargo, right, by the states for the past. 60 years or something like that. The UN mm-hmm. just recently had a vote and uh, 188 countries voted uh, or abstained. <laughs> yes, to, I saw that. Yeah, incredible, right? And uh, the, the two states that uh, rejected it were the United States and Israel. The, <laughs> the world conqueror. Like, not only that, but listen to the list of abstentions. It's like the United Arab Emirates, Colombia, like just puppets of the Americans around the world were like, uh, even I can't sign on to that one, Daddy. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Yeah, that embargo. Who who could say how much damage that embargo has done? Just incredible amounts, you know. Just n- wanton and needless suffering on Cuba's people. You know, like that doesn't mm-hmm. affect a government's ability to fucking function day to day. Like it just. Uh, oppresses people in the hopes that they'll overthrow a government system that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Just blatant imperialism, in my opinion. But, anyways, the uh, the Cubans have uh, been rioting and uh, demonstrating like ridiculous numbers, so much so, uh, and over inflation and what they see as a mishandling of the COVID pandemic. But mm-hmm. you should also keep in mind that Cuba had to design and produce its own vaccines because of the yeah. fucking embargo right so which is just nuts the, and I, like i don't know how many people live in cuba Maybe they've still been million. vaccinating haven't they yeah they, all that they did it they cuba because of their communist government has like a miraculous medical fucking community they oh, send yeah. doctors around the world all the time right but they they produced five vaccines that were considered acceptable by FDA standards, and one that was that they're like considering not Pfizer level, but fucking good enough. You know what I mean? Like AstraZeneca <laughs> level. Yeah, I think that's a good, uh, probably slightly <laughs> above, but I think that's a good way to fucking think about it for our audience. 
So anyways, the Cubans are revolting, and uh, the president, dictator there, uh, shut the internet down, right? Because mm-hmm. he's, he's afraid of fucking a coup or whatever, and he should be, because the Americans are trying to foment one at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And simultaneously, in Florida, the, uh, the Cuban-American population that lives there, which is massive, right? They fled in the, in the wake of the collapse of the Batista regime. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The famed exiles. Yeah, gusanos, we call them, as uh, leftists, which means worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, it's, a, it's from a Castro speech in the 60s. He called these people that fled worms because, you know, they were slaveholders for all intents and purposes, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm doing an aside here. Uh, You've seen those memes on the internet about uh, people who are like, my family fled uh, communism. (laughs) It's always like the family, the house, and it's just pure opulence (laughs) in, in a country that was just so oppressed. It all started when Castro took my Abuela's slaves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, also, all these people that are from these countries, Vietnam, Cuba, Ecuador, uh, uh, and live in America today, are live. consistently the most reactionary people in American politics. Marco Rubio, <laughs> for example, or F- Ted Cruz, even better example, are... Mm-hmm. Uh, are both fucking Cubans. But, uh, I I forgot where I was. Oh, right, Florida. So Florida has uh, mass protests, uh, basically, you know, banging the drum, jingoistic. They want a war, right? They want a... They've got... They've found people that have fled the country in Cuba, and uh, they're calling on the UN for a US-backed fucking uh, intervention in the area, which is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, who is the governor of uh, Florida, he uh, he called for America to uh, give free internet to the Cubans, which is just crazy, <laughs> right? Like this Republican governor is like, yeah, we can we can give internet to these people, and it's like, what about your own people? Well, yeah, which what about is, Puerto Rico, dude? Well, yeah, that's funny, right? But Florida <laughs> even is a hellhole, right? <laughs> but. I, I think it's funnier. Like that's kind of a straw man to just say that, despite how funny it is. Because you could just uh, be like, "That's a terrible fucking idea, right?" Where where do you draw the line on that one? Do we uh, do we support the Myanmar people who are fucking rising up against their government right now? What about Hong Kong, right? Like, just <laughs> yeah, no one they, fucking lifted a finger over Hong Kong. Uh, well, they did, but I I think it was more. Uh, cynical people sacrificing them as a pawn in a greater game. You know what I mean? Which is gross, but it's what it is. Yeah, that is the world we live in. Uh, did you know that the uh, the ex Chief Justice of Canada uh, is currently on the Hong Kong Court of Appeals and has been there for fucking years, and nobody's <laughs> nobody's calling for her to resign or anything like that. It's like. She's actively lending legitimacy to this brutal fucking violation of treaties and dismantling of democracy and ex-member of the Commonwealth. Any number, any fucking political position you have, you should be like, the fuck is Beverly McLaughlin still doing there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she went to uh, to the Orient and she found her home there, I guess. The Orient. That's fucking great. <laughs> I, I, uh, I did a 
a paper this year on a, a, a fucking comparison of how the Privy Council in Hong Kong fucking deal with some sort of contract fucking provision. I can't even remember. I've repressed it. But let me tell you, fuck, the British Empire is live and well <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, where was I? Ron DeSantis. Yeah, so they, uh, so he's calling for airstrikes and shit. These fucking gusanos are, uh, they're, they're calling for war. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham and them and the like are fucking just chomping at the bit to go in there. But luckily it looks like that uh, nobody's fucking buying in on it. Because, one, Cuba is not destabilized. Uh, two, Cuba is strategically important for, you know, containing rapacious American hegemony <laughs> for the other world powers and has been since the 60s. And yeah, like people are just not as hawkish as they once were. They nobody wants that anymore. Even like in the height of the '60s, before Vietnam, they were like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." You know what I mean, like so. Yeah. Well, they almost did. They got yeah, close. The Bay of Pigs you're referring to? They didn't. They, that wasn't them. They sent Cubans. They sent their fucking gusanos. <laughs> like. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What. A- but what a vacation destination, right? Yeah. For for non-Americans, at least. One of the right-wing people I fucking keep tabs on, Tim Pool. He, he's, like, one of my radar fucking uh, arrays so I can know <laughs> what the right-wing is thinking. And uh, he was doing a bit, and I, uh, he was like, Havana was um, uh, a utopia in the late 50s, right? And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude, that's fucking a terrible take. You know, uh, it's like, it was a it was a utopia for Americans. Nazi Germany was a utopia for Central Europeans in the late 30s. <laughs> like, equal fucking takes. Like, yeah. But these people just not only want a civil war, they want fucking global intervention at the same time. It's, it's really hard to take them seriously, and yet they have just such a wider following than leftist spaces like we do yeah well we're working on it we might get like a download or two for this week that's kind of my goal that'd be crazy we gotta start a facebook page well i mean i'll do it if nothing else (laughs) (laughs) we will get that first download get my mom to download it (laughs) you would have to walk her through it probably (laughs) (laughs) i'd have to walk through myself I've <laughs> never downloaded a podcast in my life. Yeah, I just don't want to. I could never listen to my own voice. I love to hear myself speak. I don't love to listen to myself speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've i been reading a bunch about uh, Cuba, though, this week. and mm. uh, Because, uh, you know, whatever. And, uh, it's topical. The, it's fresh. Yeah, the facts you can pick up about Fidel Castro... What a fucking Chad. Yeah. (laughs) There's this one story that the CIA sent a woman to assassinate him, right? And she gets into his fucking, uh, his private quarters, right? She's got a gun. Sorry. She's just in the private quarters. Fidel hands her a fucking gun, right? (laughs) And then he says, go on then. And then she can't. And he goes, you can't kill kill me. Nobody can kill me. And then he (laughs) fucked her. Then he fucked her. 
<laughs> and then he went and did a speech for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, just he like, just survived, like, Looney Tunes-style assassination attempts every day of the week, didn't he? Yeah, like, something like 10,000 assassination attempts or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just absurd. <laughs> yeah, he had a really cool strategy to uh, prevent them. He would always uh, have his, like, own department of people trying to assassinate him that he was running. <laughs> it's like uh, an exhaust vent for assassinations. Yeah, it's fucking white, great. White hat assassins. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Draw a little programmer parallel there. Mm-hmm. All right, so that, that was 10 minutes of Cuba. That, that rounds out nicely. Um, yeah. Let's take what? a little... Let's take a break before we go to Haiti, because I, I tell you, you'll, the Haiti stuff is fucking wild. You'll, uh, you'll be <laughs> thankful we ended on Haiti. Yeah, I know even less about that than Cuba, so... Yeah, same. Say, I was just that. reading about South Africa, though. Is that, mm-hmm. is that on anybody I, else's radar? No, I didn't hear anything about South Africa. Tell us about South Africa. There's like 70 people dead after, I don't know, a couple weeks now of like looting and just general unrest. Um, hmm. They put a former president behind bars for like 15 months or something. It didn't even sound that bad, but he kind of represented the, the poor and the dispossessed, basically the black in South Africa. So when they saw him jailed, they were like, Oh shit, this is like a return to apartheid. And, you know, we're going to start losing our shit. And, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's still ongoing. I don't have much more on it than that. I don't, I don't know much about, the South African politic political situation at all. I uh, I just dismiss them as fucking <laughs> <laughs> colonialist state. You know, just constantly going through fuck ups. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a return to apartheid for a small amount of time mm-hmm. in South Africa. I mean, historically, it would be a little bit of a little bit of reactionary whiplash. Yeah, pl- politics is a pendulum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I've always wanted to go to South Africa. I hear uh, Johannesburg is just a wild place to fucking hang out. Just (laughs) (laughs) absolutely nuts. Yeah, I could see that. There was a a fucking time, I think it was two years ago, where Johannesburg, like, I think it's like the second or third biggest city there, that was, uh, it was like 20 days away from having no water. (laughs) 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 <laughs> something apocalyptic you know they they say you're three days away sorry three square meals away from uh, revolution like even yeah. faster with water <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's uh that's a fucking broken state those uh colonialist settlers should have fucking been lifted out of there when uh when the tide oh. ended <laughs> yeah maybe but then like, they wouldn't have all the great stuff that white people brought them. No, I don't have anything, really. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a bit, listeners. He's doing a bit. That's yeah. gross, though. <laughs> that's, how, that's how reactionaries here think. I mean, here f- everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done this uh, bit before, but the French, they, uh, they keep 25% of uh, their old colonial holdings in Africa's gold reserves in Paris because of the gifts of colonialism, schools and roads and things like yeah. that. All the great stuff they brought. Yeah, the culture. 
And I guess they probably have Haiti in there, or not Haiti. Haiti? Yeah. Or the DR? Sorry? Haiti was have... a French co- was a French yeah. colony, but it was uh, they revolted during Napoleon's reign, and then they were independent until they came under the sway of the Americans and the Monroe Doctrine. Mm-hmm. Didn't, yeah. didn't the French basically extort them? Just All like, time. oh yeah, sure, you can have your freedom, but uh... <laughs> sugar, yeah, cheap it's gonna sugar. cost you two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. In like eighteen to sixteen, when that was like <laughs> yeah. a, like all the money in the world, <laughs> I uh, I, v- I was listening to a Napoleon podcast actually, and the guy took three episodes to do the Haitian Revolt because the guy who led the Haitian the first Haitian Revolt, there's been like seven or something like that, <laughs> but um, the his name's Toussaint, and uh, oh yeah, now there's another Chad just fucking <laughs> he um. He was born uh, a chattel slave, and uh, then becomes like uh, like the head house N word in uh, from Django Unchained through his own wits, <laughs> and then he uh, he convi- he convinces these half black nobility noblesse I guess you would call them that were living on the island to to support like a like a parliamentarian kind of thing because mm-hmm. the the revolution was going on in France at the time, and then just goes on this bloody fucking rampage against Whitey. It's like, go off, King. Love it. (laughs) Now, just as a formality, Tucson Sam from the cereal box. Tucson Sam? (laughs) I hope I'm saying it. I'm doubting that I have my facts right now. I'm going to have to Google it's Tucson. Oh, I'm sure it's close enough. It's alright. We're not getting graded on this. Uh, I'm good. I might, I, don't, I might grade both of you. I don't know. Oh no! Uh, Surprise, supervisor. I'm, I'm grading you as we speak. Actually, yeah. Oh. What are, How are we doing? Can we get a rubric? This feels unfair. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. Oh, uh, oh no! It's supposed to be unfair. Oh, sounds like law school. So. I was what speaking of unfair law school. I was watching a movie the other day, and it was a, a dramatization of that uh, case last year. You heard of that actor or actress? I should say. She, no, it's actor, right? No, I don't. Bill remember. Cosby. No, oh. no, she uh, bribed her. She, no, dude, that's a he. She bribed. You were on the fence. <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she bribed uh, her kids' way into some prestigious law school. Oh, it was right, Yale. Right. Um, they did this fucking bit, right, where uh, it was supposed to be so shocking that uh, this fucking kid was sent to see a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist gave them a designation that was uh, would allow them to have as much time on any exam that they want, mm-hmm. as like uh, as imposed by whatever national oversight there is of universities, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was like, "What?" I was watching with my dad. My dad was like, wow, that's fucking nuts. And I'm like, I know like 20 rich people in my year that have the same fucking setup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They may not have bribed their way in. They're not that super rich, but they got all that other shit. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just through influence and connection. Yeah. I mean, no, it's just money, right? You go see a fucking psychiatrist and they refuse to give you the fucking designation you're looking for and on to the next, you know? Here's your dollars. <laughs> Patient uh, doctor confidentiality binds you. That's it, baby. Good to go. 
Yeah. Off to the bar. A broken fucking system. I've I've been working on a way to describe it, and uh, that's like short and punchy, and uh, I call it uh, the Brahmin cast and a blood tax on the talented poor. And I think that's very punchy and good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, I mean by the Brahmin cast? Should I explain? Yeah, I mean I like it. I like the sound of it, but I don't know enough about Indian mythology to really okay. understand. It's uh. I mean, you shouldn't or call Indian it history, mythology. I should say. Right. Yeah, there's still a Brahmin <laughs> cast, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just the uh, the priest cast, the highest cast, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Buddha was a Brahmin. Oh, I think I might be fucking that up. Brahmin means cow, correct? No. No. But I'm I'm I know I fuck up Brahma, Brahmin, and Brahmin. And they all mean different things all the time. Well, Brahmin is a soup. Pretty sure Brahmin... No, I'm not going to try. I, Fuck it. You're thinking of miso. Oh, yes. Thank you. It's very similar sounding. I understand. <laughs> similar, similar tasting more so than anything. Have you tried uh, miso soup? I've, I've never... Oh, it's quite good. Very salty. Yeah? Yeah. Of, I've got to give it a try sometimes. I've it's, seen it like a million times. It's, you know, it's all dependent on broth. Typically, it's quite savory, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like salt. Yeah, so. yeah. It's uh, it's nice. It's kind of... A, it's almost... This this is weird. It's almost, like, refre- refreshing. If you... Huh. If you get, like, a lighter... A lighter broth, it's like... Mm, picks you up, mm. you know? Salt's actually one of my main personality traits, too. So. <laughs> You'll get along with it just right. Yeah, this soup is for you, man. <laughs> All right, so we're at we're at the half hour point now. We should Ding. maybe take a break in air quotes. I'm just gonna play a little music, and then if the listener wants to pause and come back, they know where they are. <laughs> That's an, another piece we may not have the uh, royalties for. <laughs> That's gotta be public fucking uh, yeah, property, there, right? There's no way Eric Andre owns that. he's based as fuck we'll we'll get lampoon for sure but there's no way we'll get tried for it (laughs) now actually uh, just speaking of tony hawk or not tony hawk uh eric Eric andre Andre. did you see uh tony hawk on the eric andre show Uh, well i i understand why you mixed them up you know what i mean but uh, no i didn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was funny he just he got right into it like he knew exactly what the show was about he started trashing the place with a skateboard <laughs> he's a very funny guy actually yeah, he was no. also on Hollywood Handbook and that was a pretty good episode too Tony Hawk is a uh, has had a second revival as a Twitter god yep. uh, and I, I'm here for it I don't tw- I don't Twitter because uh, you have to like wade through soup to find a good fucking you know nugget mm-hmm it's like it's much like TikTok in that way. I'd rather just wait for the filter to YouTube and then stay on top of things instead of you know trying to actually be the person who presents it to the world. Yeah. Fuck that! <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with so much drivel a day. Yeah, <laughs> there's enough terminally online people that you will see it. I'm sure. Exactly. I'm terminally online, but I don't want to be terminally online where I'm like. I think it's like uh, labor. You know what I mean? Like, I, I enjoy yeah. being online. <laughs> as long as it's still a game, that's yeah. what's important. Tony Hawk does a, has a bunch of great tweets about uh, 
people not recognizing him in public. My favorite oh, fuck, yeah. is uh, he booked a car rental at uh, Enterprise, and uh, he goes to pick it up, and there's no car waiting for him. And he goes inside, and the guy's like, well, I fucking canceled it, because I thought it was a joke, because Tony Hawk <laughs> booked a fucking car. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite was he was on a flight somewhere, and the lady opened the overhead bin, and he had his four skateboards in there. She was like, oh, what, is Tony Hawk on this flight? <laughs> looks down, and he's right there. <laughs> Won't notice him. He's like the most average-looking dude, too. Yeah. <laughs> He is. But, uh, okay, yeah, what else What else is on the chopping block for this week? Did you want to talk more about Haiti? I hope it's uh, not Tony def- Hawk. Don't. I definitely want to do my bit about Haiti. We can We can do both. I mean, I've got more Tony Hawk tweets <laughs> we <laughs> could go through. Yeah, I want to hear more Tony Hawk tweets, though, for sure. What's The other one I remember off the top of my head was he was, like, passing through uh, TSA to get on a flight. Yeah. And he gives the guy his ID and he's like, oh yeah. And the guy's like, oh, Hawk. Anthony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> almost like that skateboarder. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony. no, they're all, they're all so fucking good. Yeah. He's, uh, he's so internationally famous, but like mm-hmm. so unrecognizable. It's the perfect combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's Perry the Platypus, right? If he doesn't yes. have a skateboard with him, you can't tell who he is. This is kind of how cryptids are formed. Kind of how what? Cryptids. Well, I don't know what that is. Yeah, like Bigfoot, uh, Yeti. Oh, you know, yeah, gotcha. Like you know the name of something, but who really is Tony Hawk? He could yeah. be you. He could be me. He could even be. Oh, wait, I had a gunshot. Oh, uh, it's okay. It, put it in post. Put it in post. Okay. <laughs> post as if as if we're doing post. <laughs> I don't know if Charles likes us to have a lot of delay time between recording and uh, and uh, upload. He thinks it messes with the authenticity, and also it prevents him from leaving early in the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he waits until this around. goes out, and then and then he comes home. Yeah, he sees it's being uploaded, and he's like, "Ah, my my slaves have done well. <laughs> I can continue <laughs> to uh, appease corporate." Um, yeah, I'll do the Haiti bit though. Um, so Haiti, uh, what what have you guys heard about Haiti? How deep should I go? President got got. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So their president got assassinated in what looks like. That has to have some kind of involvement by a state actor. There was a uh, ex FBI informants and an ex DEA uh, informant, and yeah. uh, they had eight SUVs, and they were con they were contracted by a doctor in Florida who uh, doesn't have a medical license in America, <laughs> and had recently declared bankruptcy. Um, but this oh. medical doctor also had the funds apparently to have eight SUVs with uh, armed with like four mercenaries each in fucking this convoy of death. Yeah. And they uh, they went and they, they killed this fucking uh, president. You can watch a video of it actually. Uh, and uh, the the you can hear what people describe as an American accent, but 
it sounds so Latino to me that I don't know how you can make that call. Sounds he, like and, a Gusano yeah. accent. Sorry, go ahead. No, Gusano accent. That's funny. <laughs> Actually, that's really right. Good job. <laughs> but uh, he goes, um, D- this is a DEA uh, raid. Put your weapons down. And, uh, and then they fucking kill him. But, uh, yeah. But uh, this this is not a good dude. This fucking Haitian president, he's uh, he's stayed in office past his term limit, uh, and just decided to be fucking president for life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been like doing it just with the support of the military and uh, American backing, I should say as well. Well, Trump was in office, but uh, he's eroded every democratic institution there is. There's like no judges left. The, uh, there's there's ten senators in the country. Um, this guy was playing too much Tropico Six, if you ask me. That's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, um, yeah, and there's this huge power grab going on right now because nobody knows who's supposed to be in line because COVID has killed so many people there. Yeah. Like, uh, America sent uh, seven vaccines to Haiti. 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 Well, um, and that's just craziness. Like, uh, from what I read, read, the prime minister was ousted a month before the assassination, and the new prime minister was uh, some politically, completely inexperienced kid, like a thirty-year-old. He's got some doctorate in international affairs, and he was supposed to be sworn in, like, two days after the fucking assassination. But he never got sworn in, and now the old prime minister is trying to take power, and who should be put in the office, according to their constitution, is the chief justice of their Supreme Court. But apparently he died of COVID, like, a month ago. (laughs) That's not sus. Just a fucking mess. But... You gotta ask yourself. Obviously, this this is America's doing, right? Nobody gets yeah, yeah. killed in Latin America that's that's high up without somebody in the White House going. Yeah, that's all right. We agree with that. <laughs> and so, I did digging, and what I've found is that Haiti is in the midst of a revolution right now. Mm-hmm. And there is a guy who started out as a cop, and then he turned to a vigilante. <laughs> I, ca- I can't make this shit up <laughs> he, he, like the story's gonna get more and more incredible as it goes on too he, uh, he, uh, he turned vigilante uh, his name is Joe Barbecue that's a, uh, a, a pen name obviously and he has united the gangs of Haiti right <laughs> I, that's I, awesome he, uh, he was at first uh, in league with these uh, bourgeois people trying to like restore liberal democracy but then they uh they tried to get him to do some fucking uh fraud or some kind of insurance scam to to raise funds and flee and he he turned uh their back on uh his back on them and he's he's very reactionary uh in his uh his outlook in the world like he was a cop right <laughs> like, yeah and now he's a glorious griller yeah he's a fucking uh he's turning into a, a, a communist fucking revolutionary leader at this point. <laughs> and so my guess is the amount of power that Joe Barbecue can't make that shit up. Joe Barbecue is, has amassed, uh, demanded a response. And uh, what would uh, 
most likely snuff out a uh, an uprising like that is a, a power vacuum at the at the highest level and then some sort of reactionary strongman can be put in charge but apparently it hasn't gone the way they've wanted because of this prime minister and so we're looking at a possible american fucking uh uh, occupation of Haiti for like Oof. I think that's like the seventeenth or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well they reinstall democracy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Joe Barbecue uh, threatens the power base of the American uh, puppet government, and so they gotta send a fake <laughs> DEA agent. What a story! Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life you know, is so think, much better than fiction. Sorry. I think we're gonna title this episode Joe Barbecue. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I uh, if I uh, had failed out of my school this year, this past year, I definitely would go support Joe Barbecue's fucking revolution because there's <laughs> nobody writes better than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joseph Barbecue's revolution. Fuck. Joe BBQs. <laughs> Joey's BBQ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine one day they're talking about, you know, you got uh, Leninist thought, you got Maoist thought, you got fucking... You got MLMJBBQ. Yeah, alright, that's a good bit. I gotta yeah. commend you for the research, though. That's that's good stuff. Yeah, I don't do a lot of research. I, I spend time on YouTube and I combine other people's takes. I'm sure I've lifted lines straight from other YouTubers, and I apologize, but uh, I had to keep the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all internet culture is, anyways, right? Yeah, I hope internet culture one day achieves the like cultural pro- progress that we can all just set citation aside you know what i mean like <laughs> fuck that <laughs> yeah. you really want to know you'll google it and you'll find it like <laughs> yeah it's out there somewhere <laughs> just just figure it out i uh i my favorite citation of all time is uh freud he uh he has this one citation and it just says this came to me in a dream and i fucking love that <laughs> Another citation joke I do in every paper is uh, this. Every <laughs> paper great. I cite. That's a funny sentence on its own. There. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every every paper I do, I uh, I add this citation because I just think it's comic fucking gold, and I, I add it to something that's really fucking passe and fucking just throwaway. You know, like uh, this has been an issue in law for a long time, and then I, I'll cite yeah, yeah. Ken o- Ken Oren, a theory of law. But if you actually look up Ken Oren, A Theory of Law, it's a one-page citation. It's a one-page PDF. And it says, like, in sum, it says, legal scholars are pedantic fucks. If you ever need something that is just, like, so fucking backed up by literature, you may cite this page. If you have been directed this page, please ex- uh, please consult the extensive literature on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> Every paper I cited. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else in the news this week? Oh, uh, there. I saw an article that uh, was kind of weird. Japan uh, put a, a military people. Uh, the the 
news station I fucking picked it up from was a uh, East Indian outlet, mm. and they uh, they framed it as uh, Japan recognizes Taiwan internationally, and that's uh, not what they did. Oh, <laughs> they because uh, uh, Ta- Japan has fucking. Uh, uh, treaties with China, right? That recognizes mm-hmm. the one China policy and all this stuff. But they released a military map that um, shows Taiwan as a separate country, right? Basically to be like, eh, fuck you, right? <laughs> and uh, China, in its official response, threatened Japan with nuclear holocaust. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I swear Jeez. to God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> one country that's already experienced nuclear holocaust exactly it's like <laughs> the only nation on earth that's like still visibly shaking from that experience <laughs> yeah that's fucking just, intense just tone deaf like that's why I, I come out to bat against the Chinese government despite my political positions cause they're just not the greatest fucking decision makers no. <laughs> like do you guys no. think Jin? Do you think that what's going on in Xinjiang, Xinjiang, fuck it, uh, is a uh, is a genocide? They, yeah. Oh, the, the Uyghurs. Yeah. <laughs> With the Uyghurs. With um, the Uyghurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that word is too much fun to say. I don't think we're going to talk about anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Uyghurs. Let's talk about the Uyghurs. Is it a genocide? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I've read the U. I've read the UN fucking. De- Sorry, DJ. You no, go. No. Oh, you're you're already going. Keep keep the wheels turning. No. I was just gonna say I don't know enough about it to make like it sounds like it's a fucking genocide, but yeah. See, for me, all any information I get is on it is basically fucking propaganda, right? Because mm-hmm. it's got to be American because China's tight-lipped about it. And I've read the uh, the UN fucking definitions on genocide really fucking carefully, and it's really broad. You can get. A lot of fucking crimes as genocide. That's why I always used to make fun of uh, our friend Nikki for the Serbian genocide. Because, like, under the UN, killing one village and all the men in it so that they can't breed again, that's a genocide, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It doesn't need to be the whole nation. It doesn't need to be industrialized. It's an attempt at genocide. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> but, uh... Their definition for cultural genocide is much fucking looser. You know what I mean? Who counts as a as a fucking people? What counts as uh, just trying to work towards n- national cohesion? I think it's a genocide at the end of the day. But oh, like a cultural damn. genocide, yeah, for sure, absolutely. There's like they can't frame it as, as anything but but like mm. physical genocide. Um, uh. I just don't really understand why it's happening. Like, that's not a especially important region, is it? No. Oh, well, it, I'd say it's critical to their Belt and Road Initiative, but uh, I think just it's the it's the Chinese uh, impulse, right? The, uh, mm. the Han have been... Uh, that's not to be racist. That's been the Han's political fucking uh, agenda for the past 4,000 years, right? Basically. That they got... They gotta expand, and they gotta fucking uh, absorb. I don't think there's anything fucking. You can't stop those wheels once they start turning for <laughs> millennia. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. 
but no, they are in a, in a valuable area. They're connected to the, the past to the Tarim Basin, which is a series of uh, oases that support cities that uh, roll onto the steppe. And that'll be important for their expansions into Afghanistan and Pakistan mm. and Turkmenistan and all those fucking countries. Yeah, provided the Russians don't get there first. Oh, the Russians are have problems, man. Russia might not be, like, half the size of itself in 10, 15 years. Yeah, they have, like, no kids. That's so funny No kids. <laughs> yeah. They're, they've maintained this hegemony for, like, I don't know, 400 years, right? And they just were like, oh, communism, tiredness. <laughs> <laughs> All that corruption just tuckered them out. Yeah. We need nap now. <laughs> Maybe we'll see a re-rise of the Mongolian Empire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, who, uh... I, I've, I've read that Zai handbook. Who's, who's due to inherit the world throne next? Uh, the Americans. The Americans' conclusion. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... They're, they're withdrawing, right? They pulled out of Afghanistan. That's kind of fun. I mean, they they might become more insular, but they're going to still be the undisputed world power, I think. If you look at it like he looks at it, where you just look at geography, resources, and population pyramid, I think that's correct. But at the same time, politics is so much more... Um, and so much more based in the minutiae. You know, they... Uh, the Americans could have a Maoist rebellion tomorrow that overthrows the government. <laughs> you, ne you never fucking know. You know what I mean, nobody saw the French Revolution coming. Right? Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. And similar circumstances. Uh, tremendous debt. Uh, inequality that is just crazy. A system of government that has been cold, calculating, and oppressive for several hundred years. Mm -hmm. You never know. Yeah. And, and a plague rolls in. And no one does anything. <laughs> This is the worst yeah, timeline by far. 600,000 dead. In what? In the States. Oh, fuck. That's a low count, hey? I've been, I've been reading about that. <laughs> and they've been, like, to, to try and appease the anti-vaxxers, they've been, like, undercounting purposefully because they don't want to be accused of fucking uh, driving hysteria or whatever. And it's it's probably more like a million plus. Oh, like. easily, easily. I'm pretty <laughs> no, sure every country is just hiding their numbers. I heard that they were they were taking any kind of death, like specifically flu deaths, and counting them as COVID deaths just to pump those numbers up. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've read differently, but uh, I could be wrong. You know, I'm I'm definitely my weakest fucking uh, political fucking arena has always been the scientific you know the medical mm. so well, because i suck at science <laughs> <laughs> i think that also speaks to the fact that truth is just relative now yeah like Stats if you want have always been a lie yeah you can believe whatever you want now and it just doesn't matter <laughs> well it's gonna matter <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but just doesn't matter yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> There, I uh, I think we'll see an American Civil War in our lifetime. Will it be the fucking kind of earth-shattering thing the first one was? 
probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Rich people don't have things to lose this time around, so. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to come to a head eventually. (laughs) But, uh, my favorite thing to do on the internet is to learn fucking chuds uh, who think, like, they, they'll make a, some kind of armchair fucking general argument about how Democrats get fucking rolled in a war. We got all the guns. Oh, we yeah. got all the fuck. It's like, you got none of the ports, none of the armories, none of the population. Right? <laughs> yeah. And there's a good chance the Democrats going to, like, control the army, which... Yeah, yeah. You've got the guns, Joe, sure, but that's not going to do much against, like, an Abrams tank. Exactly. Joe Biden the other day, who's like, you know, these people who talk about the Second Amendment to uh, water the tree of liberty in the blood of tyranny, you got to get some F-15s, Jack. (laughs) 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 You got to get some F-15s, Jack. I wish I could do Joe Biden, but I can't. Joe Biden's got an almost unimitable voice. (laughs) Yeah. He did that deliberately to keep podcasters like us from making fun of him. I think it's the strokes that have done it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the plastic surgery has adjusted his voice even more. The Botox <laughs> is constricting his uh, larynx. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking sad that he's the way he is, though, to be honest. Like, he, he was a not a, a good guy, but he was a smart man at one point. You know, he yeah. watched the the 2012 debates i bring this up all the time but he uh he fucking slapped his vice presidential uh opponent i think it was paul ryan um like he slapped him to the fucking wall (laughs) (laughs) they were they had to peel him off once he was done and this is a guy who's like on record for every terrible voting decision (laughs) that the americans have made in the past Oh, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah, that's our Joey. Our yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a Joey barbecue joke to work in there, but I've got nothing. I mean, just bringing it up again is funny. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You know since we're bringing it up again, I was going to say something, but I really lost my timing. Please and now do, that do you now that back you up with the soundboard. No, just now that Joe barbecue has come back, I just I just want to, you know. I really wish all cops were barbecues. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> it was going to be a real zinger earlier, but man, you guys just kept talking and I lost my pace. I'm sorry. A cab BBQ. Yeah. A-cab. Oh, I was going to say that. A <laughs> cab um, you. I don't know how to phonetically get that out, but. A cab BBQ. A-, a cab BQ. I think, I don't know, fuck it. <laughs> a cab BQ. <laughs> you gotta just butt in, DJ. I'm gonna, I, I, I talked for 40 I, minutes. I, like, I can't. Episode. You guys are just into the next subject before I even, <laughs> before the no, 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 in my brain. <laughs> just be like, hey, stop. We will have a little bit of dead air. That's okay. <sighs> yeah, we can get it in post. Just be <sighs> like, wait, wait, wait. Honestly, just, honestly, make, make a scene. Make a fucking scene. <laughs> yep. I'm too dumb for that. Oh, no. God, oh, no. way too dumb. Way too stupid. Oh, I disagree. I disagree as well. Like, well, I guess one, that dude. means you're both <laughs> dumber than I am. <laughs> Got him. I'm, I'm the dumbest in the room. I uh, I tried to watch a stream on Julian's fucking Discord last night, and I uh, 
I had troubles, and it's because I was downloading so much, Steve. <laughs> it's dumb, right? Like, that was pretty yeah, funny. I would also just like to throw my hat in as the dumbest here, but I'm not going to provide any evidence. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to let uh, let this podcast speak for itself. I don't believe in intellect. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> interest. I uh, I just believe it's interest. I I knew the I knew this guy. Uh, he was in college, and uh, eventually he was going to go to university for electrician or something like that. And not a very smart guy, like conventionally. Mm. You know what I mean, just not aware of things that the educated classes think of as smart. But you would ask him about hockey. Uh, like I'm talking like not OHL, but the league below that. <laughs> he'd, he'd name everybody in their stats in there, and it's just like, wow, what a waste of fucking good space! <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful <laughs> waste of good space, though. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, still terrifying, but like Think good, about... good for you for finding something you're interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctors, I, I have a, a similar opinion on doctors. Like, a, a common uh, working-class opinion on fucking doctors is that they uh, they are dumb fucking people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they just have had all of their existence for, like, 30 years devoted to this one fucking subject, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it has it is destroyed their ability to interact in many other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find yourself one of those doctors with a little bit of mania. Just a... Just a tad. Just to keep it fresh, you know. Yeah. Keep those visits, you know, exciting. What yeah. are they testing for this time? Even they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tachyons or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Were those... No, never mind. They're the, the time travel particle. Oh, okay. I, what are the, I don't know why. They... What's the Star Wars particle? It's not tachyons. Midichlorians. That's it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're pretty much at an hour now. Is there anything you guys want to close with? No, this is great. I hope uh, I hope Charles doesn't listen to it. Yeah, I me enjoyed too. it. Yeah, if Charles listens to it, we could get in trouble. But I'm pretty confident he's not. It's like he didn't listen to any of the uh, the pilots that we did, so I don't think he's gonna listen to this either. Carlos is a gusano. Sorry. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. No, go, go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> I'm just going to congratulate Charles. I hope he has a good day. <laughs> so now if he does listen to it, at least if he gets to this point, he'll have a little bit. Got something yeah. to look forward to. It's a little bit of warmth for him at the end here. I mean, he has. he's funny. given us a very generous budget of... Uh, I think it's two hundred fourteen dollars for this fiscal year. So, <laughs> oh, I th- that's uh, he threw in one of those plastic buttons too. He found in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, and some lint. That's like thirty-eight cents a day. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I know, right? His generosity <laughs> truly knows no bounds. Corporate America. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if you've listened this far, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been the left look from the Gato Institute. Uh, tune in next week when we talk about... I don't know. Whatever happens next week, I guess. Let's say Let's aliens. Let's just say yeah. aliens for now. Okay. I want to do a fucking aliens fucking thing. All right, there you have it. It's aliens next week. So 
be sure to tune in for that. All right. All right. Good night, folks. <laughs>